This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 85 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguilar. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WESA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. The exhibitor contract will be available tomorrow. Sophia is here, and we're going to talk about some info that she had shared about the contract two weeks ago, but she's here today, and I'd like to know if you can share how long exhibitors have to sign up. Yes, yeah, so the contract deadline is May 16th, so all the members, that is the company members, the individual members, the associate members, and the affiliate members have six weeks to fill out the contract. And again, the WESA memberships vary depending on what really suits the company's best. So, for example, some exhibitors and multiple employees to the trade show are sales reps. Others keep the membership in just one name. And yet again, others have some showrooms on other floors besides the 14th. So that is why we have many memberships available. And all exhibitors have to be members first. And then they have six weeks to sign up up until May 16th. And how about the buyers? The buyers, so all qualified retail stores and their employees have to wait until May 1st until they can sign up for the August trade show, but they do have more time to sign up. We open the advanced registration in May and then give them up until August 8th to sign up. And that is the pre-registration window, which means that we will actually mail the badges if they sign up during that time instead of having to be in line at the trade show and sign up in person. So that will make things a little bit easier for buyers if they do sign up within that advanced registration window. In 1959, Clinton Murphy and two sons, Alan and L. Wayne, opened their first ranch and Western store. Rather than call it Murphy's, they used their first initials, C-A-L, to name their new venture. From one store in Idaho the company has grown to 30 stores throughout Idaho, Utah, Nevada, and Arizona, and significantly broadened its product line from just ag products to a wide range of household and work products. Marketing Director Jason Miller joins us today to talk about the company. Hey, Jason Miller, thank you for joining us on Wisdom by Wessa. Thank you, my pleasure. You've got a uh, the, the store, uh, uh, you know, starting back in uh, in Idaho from one store uh, founded by Clinton Murphy and his two sons, but they didn't call it Murphy's, and they used their initials to Cal Ranch Stores, and from there you've grown from one store in Idaho to thirty stores across four states. Um, yeah. I've mentioned to you when I talked to you earlier, I'm always interested that some of these very, very successful uh, retailing uh, stores and others were started by families, started by brothers and fathers and sons, uh, and they put blood, sweat, and tears into it. And I think it's a testament 
it to them uh, that it's still going. But why don't you chat a little bit with us and give us kind of the footprint of where Cal Ranchware stores are these days. Yeah, for sure. As you mentioned, it was a father and his two sons back in 1959 who, who moved out here to Idaho from the Midwest. They loved it out here and decided to start up a little farm store. Uh, the first store was 3,000 square feet. And after the success of one year, they, they doubled their stores. They found a new, a new location and uh, doubled their store size to 6,000 square feet. And a year or two later, they, they uh, expanded to a second store just up the, up the road here in Rexburg, Idaho. And a few years later, they started expanding in, into Idaho a little bit more. And uh, yeah, over the last few years, we've, we've experienced some great growth as well. Probably the last uh, 12 years or so, um, we've, uh, like, like you mentioned before, we went down into Utah in 1998 uh, and expanded into Nevada. A few years later, 2012, we expanded down into Arizona as well. And uh, in just a couple of months here, our 30th store will be in Reno, Nevada. So we're really excited about that. Well, it's a great run for a uh, concept that uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the Murphys had way back then. Uh, but I'm sure that things are changing as you go into other states and as uh, things come along. Uh, you've added new product lines. You've added a breadth of things. You now have an online uh, uh, business as well. Um, but I'd like to go back. We're, this, we are basically celebrating two years since our country was shut down. I know you were considered essential, but let's talk a bit about how uh, Cal Ranchware uh, approached and worked through and now is thriving after COVID. Yeah, you know, that was, I think, a shock for, for the entire country. Um, just, it seemed like overnight, uh, the, the world kind of came to a standstill, a lot of uncertainty, uh, certainly a lot of uncertainty uh, on our end as well. And uh, we decided just to try to try to stay the course the best that we could. Um, and early on, again, we were deemed an essential uh, business by the by the powers that be, and uh, which is great. We sell you know a lot of um, uh, food uh, feed supplies for for animals, um, including um, medicine for for animals as well. And so we were deemed essential, and we were able to keep all of our doors open and. Uh, we tried to, I think, like many businesses, just tried to keep uh, as clean and sanitary and take all the all the things that we were supposed to do that we we were asked to do and uh, keep our doors open and in large part just just kind of move through um, and uh, support support our local communities the best that we could during that that uh, troubling time. So. Well, and I think, you know, supporting those local ranchers and farmers and people in town. One thing that I find interesting is you have such a broad range of products. I mean, the name Ranch Store, um, you know, is, is not a misnomer, but it really doesn't imply uh, the different types of uh, products that you're carrying, and you may be carrying different products in, uh, uh, in different stores or different states. But why don't you kind of talk a little yeah. bit about uh, the product mix that you've developed? I'm certain the Murphys did not envision it when they opened the business. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny you say that. I, I'm the uh, vice president of marketing here at Cal Ranch, and one of the biggest challenges I have, I feel like, is is explaining that we're much more than a than a, just a farm and ranch store, and, and it's pretty evident when when you walk into our 
our store. Um, we've grown a lot since the 3,000 square foot store that was started back in 1959. Our typical footprint uh, is typically around 50 to 52,000 square feet. It's kind of our sweet spot. And uh, yeah, we do. We someone someone called us the the target of the farm and ranch category because we just we just carry a, a little bit of a little bit of everything. It's it's funny. I hear a number of people tell us they love to go on date night um, with their spouse or significant other to our stores because uh, both both uh, husband and wife just love to come in and just wander around this this store. It's it's, it's one of those stores that that everyone can agree upon. Um, you mentioned too. Uh, our, our clothing area, for example, has grown a lot through the year. Um, that typically occupies, you know, about 30 to 40% of our store will be our clothing uh, area in there. And we carry everything. We talked about the feed, um, we got automotive, hardware, um, uh, medicine for, for cows and animals. Um, even we have a few of our stores even have some groomers inside of them as well, so that you can bring your, your animal or your dog in and, and, uh, get them groomed too. So <laughs> pretty, pretty wide variety. Yes. Well, I think if we had one here, Casey and her husband would use it uh, to go on <laughs> date night. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, cause they like, to buy, <laughs> they like to buy all that stuff, but Casey, uh, you know, you, you know, a little bit about this, but uh, uh, you know, I don't know if you're as intrigued as I am with the variety of things. Uh, and especially cause you're in a smaller markets. Uh, you're not in the huge cities where this may be the only place within miles, they can actually get some of those products. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, we, we kind of have a sweet spot in those kind of mid to smaller size cities. And, uh, and oftentimes they're, it's just a perfect, it's a perfect marriage between us and the, and the people of the city. They, uh, they love to come to us for the wide variety of items that we have. And, and we love to be there and really, uh, being in support of those communities. Casey, think- what would be the first thing you'd look for if you and Casey, your <laughs> husband is Casey too. I call him Casey Square. Uh, but but well, uh, what, would be the, what would be the first thing you'd look for if you and Casey took a date night uh, to a Cal Ranchware store? Well, first of all, I think certainly we would go on a double date with you and your wife, Kathy. But um, <laughs> we'd go from there once we got there. It sounds really romantic. But anyways, um, no, I love it. it obviously, it it certainly is a one-stop shop, especially for somebody like me. I, I could get it all. I could get all the stuff and things for the road, for uh, traveling, my horse, my cows, myself, my clothes, you know, everything. So, yes, definitely a niche. But when I think of the job of marketing that, that that seems to be a very intense project because um, a lot of times we talk to brands here and, you know, they're just marketing a specific brand, but you have multitude of products to market. So I'd love a little insight on um, just the route you take with your marketing. Yeah. You know, again, just trying to educate people about all the, all the items we have. And if you look, you know, from a marketing, a fellow marketer out there, if you, uh, if you look at some of our videos that we produce or the uh, bottom of our ads, it says uh, Cal Ranch, a a ranch and home store and blank. And um, in our videos, we kind of have a rotating uh, thing that kind of spins around there that has a list of all of our departments and it kind of lands on whatever, um, whatever department that we want to highlight either in that video or in the ad or whatever else, but trying to 
you know, reaffirm um, with the customers that, man, we have a, we have a wide variety of products here. Um, customers sure. who aren't familiar with this, we want them to know that we have more than just farm and ranch supplies. We have a lot, a whole lot more that they would be, would be interested in. What platforms for marketing do you use? And specifically, I guess, also talking about social media, what are your go-tos? Yeah, we try to we try to go to everything. You know, we talked about COVID a little bit. We we were huge into print ads and just kind of flirted with digital ads prior to COVID. Well, we were inside of COVID just a couple of months and we made the decision to go to all digital uh, ads with the exception of Black Friday. We still print the Black Friday ad. Uh-huh. So that's those still go out. We typically run about 18 of those per year. Um, and then, yeah, from the digital marketing standpoint, um, we do display ads, retargeting, uh, Facebook, and some Instagram, and uh, a little bit of Pinterest as well. So we hit, we hit all those channels. Nice. Just um, kind of just looking over your website right now, one of the first things I see is a virtual gift card, which awesome, uh, especially thinking about, as you mentioned, during COVID, nobody has to go shopping anywhere, but uh, can send gifts uh, virtually through here. Uh, that's yeah. a nice addition. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and, and during that same time during COVID too, we we also wanted to uh, go through a, a no contact uh, option as well for customers, and so we quickly uh, gathered the team together and and started Cal Pickup, and that allows customers to simply just you know dr- uh, put their order online or ca- or even call in their order if they would like, and they uh-huh. can just pull up out front of our store and call the number, and we will bring the items out to them. And it's a great concept. The the idea stuck, and we've we've improved it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a great channel for us now as well. Sure. It seems like that has stuck around. Um, even now, uh, let's say knock on wood, we're on the other side maybe of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's definitely uh, one of those uh, extra add-ons customer service that I think people love even despite COVID. They do. I, I agree. Customers seem to love that. And you know, oftentimes too, if, if you may have maybe have the, the lady of the house or, or even uh, some younger teenagers uh, that need need to buy some large bags of feed. It's it's a great option for them as well, where they can oh, just yeah. pull the pull the car or truck up near the on the sidewalk, yes. and and then we'll have our associates come out and deliver it and throw it right into the back of their of their car or truck. So yeah, it's or a great option. Not mentioning any names, but I have a daughter that's five, and it makes shopping difficult sometimes. So <laughs> pulling up to the curb really helps them. Not saying she's bad, but um, anyways. Yeah. When I, I think about the relationship between a store like yours and being a member of WESA, um, obviously huge for you guys. And I'm not sure if you're involved much with the buying, but um, would love to hear about any market research, et cetera, before going to a WESA trade show. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I work with those buyers uh, pre- pretty frequently. And uh, yeah, we're always looking for, for buying opportunities and and uh, what what the trends are out there, we're always searching for those. I think the company has a pretty open uh, dialogue that way too. So everyone's kind of looking for those trends, and and going to the the West show obviously helps with with that as well, and finding out what the trends are and what other people are buying, and and uh, that that really works well for us. I think I can speak on behalf of myself, Mike, and Sophia, and everybody involved with Wessa. It's stores um, like like yours that are just amazing. And, and it takes, it takes many, all three, you know, legs of the barstool to make this work, but, um, we appreciate the brands. We appreciate stores like yours. And as I mentioned, you carry every product. And so, um, 
I know that the brands would appreciate the fact that you guys choose Wessa um, to come and shop at. Oh yeah. Thank you. I think we got a great partnership and relationship with, with those guys. I don't know how many years we've been through that, but it's, but it's been a lot and, and it's, it's been a great partnership with them for sure. I have a question because we are on the threshold of the grand opening of a new location uh, for your store. And I'm just curious to see what are you going to plan? What's going to take place? What are people going to see? How do you open a brand new facility? <laughs> well, yes, that's always a challenge, you know, moving into a, a new facility uh, like, like we're doing. And you mentioned we are that's coming up into a new one uh, down here in, in Sholo, Arizona. And uh, so first of all, just, just the move itself is a challenge. Our operation folks work and they, they pull people from, we have a traveling group that kind of helps and goes and gets everything, everything set up once the, the building is purchased and, and renovated. And they'll go in and set all the product. And we'll literally, we, we kind of pride ourselves in only shutting down the stores for one day. So literally on Saturday night, we'll shut the old location down. We're, we're down on Sunday and Monday morning at eight o'clock. Uh, we're up and selling in the new store. So it's, it's a crazy weekend. Um, everyone gets involved, even, even uh, people here in the support center, uh, oftentimes will will run and, and help with those moves as well, as well when we can, um, and get it all, get it all moved over there. So it's a, it's a monumentous, monumentous task to do that. Um, so regarding the grand opening, if that's, that's part of your question too, this, uh, for these grand openings are generally three day events, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, we have a great relationship with some of our vendors and they come down and, and will help us and support us in these as well. Um, we give giveaways for, to the first 50 customers who walk through the door. Um, our sporting goods is a huge, is a huge, uh, brand, a huge line for us. And so we give away a gun every single day. Um, we'll have a drawing for the guns and we also give away a, uh, uh an additional prize. It's a big store prize, uh, such as a, a harvest, right? Uh, donates a freezer, uh, Liberty, uh, a freeze dryer, excuse me, uh, Liberty safe, uh, donates a, uh, uh, large, um, uh, gun safe as well that we'll give away. Uh, Coleman donates uh, a Coleman mini bike and we'll give that, give that away on a day as well. Um, camp chef gives us a grill to, to give away. And so we just have a, a phenomenal relationship with our vendors and it, it speaks a lot to the relationship um, that these guys help us to, to make these, these things work and get customers excited to come into the store. Well, and now you're going to plan to do probably the same thing in Reno when you open that store. Yep. Uh, we'll have a very similar playbook for sure when we open up in Reno as well. And we haven't, haven't fully announced it yet, but it's, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys in. Um, the first to know too is we're planning on moving down into Tucson, Arizona as well uh, later this year. So um, we're excited for the growth opportunities heading our way. Well, I think that's great. I know you called me earlier. You want to catch a plane uh, to go off and do this. So uh, I'm glad we had a chance to chat with you. Uh, it's always it's always great to talk to retailers who are excited about what they do, especially those who are in a growth mode uh, in this day and age where we are uh, coming out of a couple of years of, uh, uh, of pain and suffering economically. Uh, it's great to talk to a company that is on the move and growing and and it, you sound very, very optimistic about the future of your company and the ranch market in general. 
We are, Mike. You know, we, we are. We're very optimistic about the future. We think it's a, it's, this is a, the Farm and Ranch Channel is, is great to be a part of. We love being part of these communities. You know, we talked earlier, too, about, you know, the supporting of the kids. And, and we really feel like the 4-H and FFA groups are, are the future leaders of, of the country and of our, of our communities. And we really try to reach out and support them. And, in fact, I, I didn't mention that, you know, even, even on these grand opening events that we have, um, we invite the local 4-H groups to come out and, and man a hot dog stand. We, we, we supply all the, all the supplies and everything for them. In fact, even give them a, an above and beyond donation as well. And, and all the proceeds go to them. We have gift wrapping around the holidays where these 4-H groups will, will come in. Um, we try to support uh, the FFA programs and the junior rodeo, high school rodeo programs. Um, we, we feel like there's a bright future ahead and it's, it's really because of the youth and, uh, and boy, we, we love to support them. Well, and on that note, I think we will thank you very much for being on our show and let you take a deep breath and go catch a plane. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thank hey, you. thanks Jason. We enjoyed it. All right. Take care. The show notes and links from today's show can be found at the website wisdombywesa.com. And, of course, we'd like to hear your feedback. If you have some, there is a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wessa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wessa podcast. Wessa, where the industry meets.